Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hey. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We are a weekly film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each week, one of us will pick a movie to discuss. This week is Guido's pick. But Guido, before we get to your movie, this episode is going to come out days before Halloween. It's the end of our spooky movie month. Spook, dude. What is everyone doing for Halloween? I'm going to have a really lame answer. Well, because you, you, you guys have kids. No, <laughs> no. I actually have to work. Lame. On Halloween? Oh, really? I will not be able to go trick-or-treating this year. Are you serious? I'm serious. So I have to take the kids trick-or-treating Hall- by myself? Halloween falls on a Monday, so... Oh, it, it does. does. It's my evening to work. Oh, wow. No way. Oh, man. I'm, I'm finding out now. This so is... I think you should just trick-or-treat around the neighborhood. There's so much. Now there's trunk-or-treating. There's... Oh, in the parking lot. of the days of trick-or-treating. There's trick-or-treating in shopping centers and at malls. It's like a whole two-week event I mean, you can Halloween bring now. the kids and we'll give them all of our candy. Because well, it's not like we get any kids I'll tell in this you neighborhood. What, how about yeah, like um, the average... I'll get a bunch of candy and then we'll have a candy scavenger hunt in the backyard. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, that would be fun. They would love that. Fair warning. I am that guy. I will hide edibles in your yard when you do the scavenger hunt. No. So you, you might have to help the kids too. Now I'm now I'm afraid. I'm kidding. Well, this will be fun. Nobody, nobody cares enough Sorry, about Sorry, kids. I got to eat all your candy yeah. first. Uh, give, to give your kids edibles. Come on, people. We still have shots from our Easter egg hunt from uh, this past Easter. Follow-up question. What is, what was, is, was, is. All right, we'll do this. What was your favorite candy to get when you were a kid? And what's your favorite candy now? Because that could change. Definitely oh, man, full-size Snickers tough. bars. And now it's full-size Milky Ways. No one gives That's those out. That's such a downgrade. I know. Snickers to Milky Ways? Well, yeah. Ugh. Sorry. Matt? Well, mine's kind of like a like from an economic downturn because I used to really love Fifth Avenue, but you can't get Fifth Avenue that much anymore. What's in a Fifth Avenue? Fifth Avenue it was basically Hershey's uh, equivalent to... Um, 100 grand? To uh, Butterfinger. Mm. Oh. So it was like a peanut butter bar, but like a crunchy like sort of thing. Yeah, I don't like those. But now, now, but no, no, Fifth Avenue was much better than Butterfinger. Okay. But now, because it's not around anymore, I'm basic bitch Tammy over here, and I just have, uh, I just go with whatever's Reese's. Okay. Tammy? I really liked the Nerds. Yes. And I uh, really liked the... The fruity flavored Tootsie Rolls. Yes. Um, we talked about not, this. Not the vanilla ones. No, the fruity flavored ones. But Disgusting. the fruity flavored ones and the chocolate ones. Tammy. Yes. Tammy. I, I really liked those because I you don't eat those during the year. Like I could true. eat a Snickers all year round. I could eat a Reese's all year round. But I don't eat. Growing up, Tammy was like. She would look at her her aquarium in her house and was like, "I wonder what those rocks taste like in the bottom of my aquarium." There's nothing wrong with the and roll. then she'd get it is when it's not then chocolate. she'd get nerds I and be like, "Oh my roll. gosh, that's what these taste like." I loved the strawberry nerds. Oh, I used to take oh, the entire so little box and shove the entire thing in my grape mouth. ones were gross. Mm-hmm. What What about now, Tammy? Are, are those still your favorite? Oh, what do we? What is our our divvy up when the kids go to bed? I take the Milky Ways and the Snickers bars, and you okay. take all the peanut butter stuff. I do. It's I t- disgusting. Vinny uh, does not like peanut butter or anything. Ugh. So anything with peanuts or peanut butter are mine. Okay. And then I like... Um, I'll need to come I over like and do dots, Uncle Tax. The Chewy Dots. Gross. I like how they get... I think it's because my mom liked them. God So stoppers. now it's like a thing. Like oh, they get stuck. Oh, and the Heath bars. Matt and I fight over the Heath bars. Heath bars Heath? and the Scores bars. Heath, I don't like Heath. Heath bars are another thing that Fifth Avenue was kind like of like. I don't like toffee. No, but it was peanut butter Why? instead of toffee. I don't like the taste of it. Oh, well, that's a toffee. reason not to like it. Yeah, I was gonna say, so what, what what do you want the reason to be? It was mean to me. <laughs> did this, I don't like the taste? Did the Heath bar call you names? <laughs> it did. Did it somebody so put a pube in your Heath bar? No. Is that what happened? No. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm a fruity candy person. 
And then I do like Reese's peanut butter cups. So when I was a kid, similar to your dots, but dots are disgusting. I love Juji fruits. Never and had Juji fruit. I know I'm going to get a gross thing. I agree with you on the Tootsie Rolls. And I also really liked Smarties. <laughs> Smarty like cereal. Yeah, that's so boring. <laughs> and then now I would say. Like, you really love the cheap houses then trick-or-treating because they would always have yeah. smarties. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd eat the peanut chews. I love peanut chews. Shut oh, whatever. Up. What are you talking about? They're so great. Do you like Necco wafers, too? No, those are disgusting. No. The Mary okay. I know she likes Werther's Original. I do like Werther's Original. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as an adult, I like any Reese's Peanut Butter Cup that's shaped like, you know, a special shape because you get more peanut butter ratio. They don't have those at Halloween. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. The pumpkins. They got pumpkins. They, they got, got bats. They got ghosts. We have a whole bag of them. They don't give them out, though. We had a whole bag of them. You can't. People give them out. They do? Sure. Oh. They're and now in my tummy. And I, I know. I, you ate that whole bag. I got, like, one. He doesn't feel bad about it. No, I, I know. don't. And then I also like like I like Skittles and Starbursts and gummy. Anything gummy. Or like maybe that. Swedish fish. there's the segue so this is the end of our spooky movie month so we're going to obviously rate guido's pick at the end but we're also going to then put all of our spooky movies in order of not spookiest to least spooky but what we liked to least liked and we're pretty sure that we're all going to know what's going to be at the bottom but guido it's your pick you are rounding out our spooky month it's my time please tell us what movie you've selected? I have chosen Midsummer. Big summer blowout. And it came out in 2019, and it's directed by Ari Aster and features a young Florence Pugh. Team Flo. Miss Flo. Miss Flo. Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Wonderful. Okay. All right, let's go around the table. Have you seen it? What were your initial thoughts of the pick? Tammy, we'll start with you. I have not seen it. Based on Guido's, you know, anticipation of me watching it, I was expecting things to jump out at me or, oh, it's a huge climactic ending. I watch and listen to lots of cult film video docuseries podcasts. So I I was thinking you're not going to get the reaction that you're looking for. I don't know. Yeah. But I was, I'm interested in that stuff. So I was, I was like, all right, we'll see. We'll see what this is about. Matt? I have seen this movie before. And actually, this is one of the original movies that uh, Allison and I did when we were in lockdown about like the whole, we were doing the quid pro quo, like I pick this movie, you pick this movie, I pick this movie. The basis of our podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> she she originally had me watch the other Ari Aster movie, uh, Hereditary, thinking that I'd be scared of that. But I laughed my ass off the whole time watching that. So then she was like, okay, well, I don't really want you to watch Midsummer, But I did. And I was actually more freaked out by this one than I was by Hereditary. But yes, I've seen it. Okay. Well, obviously, I had seen it before, <laughs> and I was excited when you picked it because uh, it's weird and I like it. So, very excited to talk about it. It is weird, and it's very creepy. Well, and yeah, it's A24. And it's the, I feel like it's the opposite of Hereditary. Hereditary is so dark. The entire movie is so dark, and this movie is so bright and white. <laughs> when you can have that kind of a shiny setting and still be as creepy think it yes you know, you're, do, you're on to something we'll start us off start us off with this okay terrifying opening well i what well, starts you see winterland and it's just all i'm thinking at this point is a bunch of creepy nords you know, ominous music screams swedes swedes that's They're right swedish i thought they it are swedish. so peaceful with just the snow on the trees mm-hmm. but that wasn't sweden that was where where they were in college wherever they go to college you think I thought so. Or where well, the parents, well, the family it, live. There is a hard cut right to the answering machine. There's a hard machine, cut. You know what I mean? You also, the mural. You see the mural. The right. mural at the very beginning of the movie. Right. Which is going to be a running theme throughout Midsummer. Yeah. And it's very... Um, and if you paid attention, kind of gives you an idea what's going Scandinavian. on. Scandinavian. Yeah, after, after you watch the movie and you see that, and then you go back and watch it again, you see that mural and you're like, 
Hey, it's that's the whole plot of the movie. It's the whole movie. Yeah. It's the whole movie. So we get a hard cut to an answering machine, and it's Danny, who's played by Florence Pugh. Miss Flo. Miss Flo. Uh, She's just freaking out because she can't get a hold of her family. Um, so she leaves a message, and she's in her room, and she's getting weird emails, you know, dark emails from her sister, uh, and her sister won't respond. So, you know, she's freaking out. What does she do? She reaches out to her boyfriend. Asshole. Whose Dickhead. name is Christian, and he's played by Jack Rayner. And she calls him and is like, can I come over? Can we Can we hang out? And they start talking about... Her crazy sister, who's not really crazy, she's just bipolar. Right. And, you know, clearly having an episode. So he tells her not to worry, because, you know, he, he knows what's best. And then the very next scene, Dickhead. we see that her parents could not be reached. Well. What? We also see him out with his friends. Yeah. Oh. and then His right. asshole friends. And then his friends are trying to convince him that to he, break up with yes. Danny. Yes. Because she's so needy, and, he, and she's not. He can he can find someone else. He is such a dick. But at this point, we don't really think he's a soup as as bad as he gets. No, you We're, know what I mean. Like you could kind of say, like, okay, well, if she's she's super anxious about her sister, like for good like, reason I, wonder, I feel like no true I, I'm not negating that but we don't know like how far in college they are they could be really immature well they're writing their thesis I just think as soon as he, she calls him first of all you can tell like she feels so alone and then he immediately like when she says she just says what are you doing tonight uh, oh were we supposed to do something? Okay, first of all, she was just asking what you were doing. She wasn't asking to hang out. She was just asking what you were doing. Immediately, he's all like, you know, stop being so clingy. And then she says she's worried. He's like, oh, your sister. Gosh, she's so dramatic. And then she's and then her self-esteem is so low. She's like, you know what? You're right. I just needed to hear it. I'm so lucky to have you. Ugh, he's so manipulative. I hate him. I hate him. I wrote asshole in my notes like six times. Meanwhile, I've been right. Ra- like that whole thing. I was like, bitch. He is lucky to have, and by bitch, I should have meant the boyfriend. You are lucky to have her. She is great. She's so... Team flow. Team flow. So, the next scene is heavy. Oh, God. So, So we find out uh, the reason that her parents could not be reached is because they are dead. They have been murdered in their sleep because her sister left two cars running in the garage and ran hoses into the house and sealed the house off. And while her parents were sleeping, uh, the house filled with carbon monoxide and car exhaust, and they all died. And she and the sister actually had a hose t- duct tape directly to her face. It is the most horrifying face other than the girl from the ring or the people in the ring. I hate looking at that face. When and I, they just zoom. That oh, she's like so she's close puked on herself. She's her green. She's got like half an eye and open. And they zoom into her and above to the computer that shows four missed emails from Danny. Yeah, and it's just so scary. It's yeah, so scary. That murder slash suicide is the same way that the guy from uh, the lead singer from Boston killed himself. Oh yeah, but he just killed himself. Though. Yeah, 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 uh, no. But he he did like he did it to himself. He did it with the with the scenario where like he was basically the parents. He even left notes to everybody uh, that like came up to the front door. He like put a bunch of hoses. He's like he ran hoses. He's like I house. ran hoses through the house. There's probably a lot of carbon monoxide. I killed myself. That's how Virginia. Um, yeah. Sylvia Plath. No, Sylvia Plath. Thank yeah. you. Sylvia Plath killed herself. Uh, she her kids were in the house. She locked them in their rooms and stuck towels, wet towels, so that the gas wouldn't go under the door turned the oven on and stuck her head in the oven. Well, you can't all go out with a shotgun of the dick. Oh, so. my God. I, I actually put... Well, um, Hemingway. When the... In the... Before this, when Danny was calling her parents and it went to voicemail, I actually wrote, how could the parents sleep through that loud phone ringing? Yeah. Who has an answering machine anymore? And who... Older people. And then I look... Oh, and then I realized, right. like, oh, my, parents my do. gosh, they are dead. So sad, and I I was just shocked. Like I could not even believe that. But it was it was really tough to kind of take in. 
And yeah. a, and a thing that I actually liked from that from that sequence, like I know like the faces and the death and all that was real, but like I just just a thing that's recreated throughout the movie, just the score. And then um, Danny's response to the the phone <sighs> call, she calls Christian, and he's with his friends, and, and he's like, oh, it's it. her again. Yeah, so suffocating. Yeah, and Which, then it's just. Is a choice word. Her sobbing. Suffocating. Uh, she was no, she was moaning and wailing. Yeah. Rightfully so. You well, know, after, yeah, after. So some time passes and she's, you know, inconsolable. Uh, well, yeah. And he's just, and on his face it's written, what is it? Like, no, it's I can't just, dump her. Yeah. It's like, I'm Such, stuck. That's exactly so, what it looks like. As soon as he got that call and she's wailing. And, and he's I, doing the bare minimum. Yeah, you know that He's just holding her. Like, Saying you, nothing, you know. What I mean? If you need someone for a movie who doesn't speak, you just get Ryan Gosling because there's a few movies he did where he just didn't talk and he was just in it. Yeah. I feel like if you need someone to the driver properly drive. Drive. display grief and depression, you get Florence Pugh because she is so good at it. That wailing on the phone is so sad. She's <laughs> good with the trauma. Uh, I mean, yes. We can't. Hit, we can't she, wait she to hear her. We can't wait to hear her wail in Dune Part Two when she's getting cuckolded by Chani. I. I mean, I felt moved by her acting. I felt so sad when I felt like I was grieving with her. Uh, you do. And really do. She's so good at it. Danny's already on the edge. I don't know how much time passes. Well, it's here. now summer, so I would say. Yeah, I guess we were five, six months. The illustrated winter, it was summer. winter before, right? It's now summer. Okay, so now would it's you summer, dare say it's midsummer? Oh, she's clearly still grieving, and uh, but she ends up at a party, and she's Mark trying to move on as best she can, who's played by Will Poulter, and Josh, who's played by William Jackson Harper, and he's on the good place. Yes, Chewy, Cheedy, yep. Cheedy, yeah. Christian's in attendance in this little uh, social circle, and so is uh, Pele, who's played by Wilhelm Blomgren. They're uh, talking yes. about visiting Sweden for six weeks in Sweden. two weeks. He has beautiful eyes. Which she doesn't know about. His beautiful eyes? No, about the visit to Sweden. And then when they go back to her apartment, and she asks another simple question. Yeah, the, so here's... yeah. You're immediate right. wall. Fucking Defensive. asshole boyfriend gaslights her with the, well, I, I, told you. I told you about it. She says, no, you mentioned, she basically says, like, you mentioned, hey, you ever heard of the country Sweden? And now you say you're going. <laughs> like, that's basically what she's like. He's like, I, I told you about it. She's like, no, you told me that you were thinking of going or that that's where Pele's from. Not that you're going and, oh, you already bought a ticket. And he's like, I'm going to leave. Pele's actually. If you're going to. Uh, attack me. She's like, I'm just asking you a question. And then she apologizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He offici- he so was crazy. successful in making her feel like the bad guy. Yeah. She has such low self-esteem. It's pretty gross to watch. And is, she's alone and he knows that. So he knows he can, you know, use that and be like, well, you don't have anyone. So you don't want to drive me away. You know, like he's such a dick. But he, but he also does it to every single oh, yeah. so, person in his life. He is. He's like such he a has user. no respect Where? for friends or loved ones. Also, did you notice in when they when she goes to their apartment and says that she's coming to Sweden because he invited her? Oh, mm-hmm. I wrote that down. I invited her and she accepted, but she isn't coming, okay guys? Yeah, well, he, Oh, that whole scene. He was, tells his buddies like, "I invited her, but she's not coming, but she accepted, but she's not coming." And then she comes in and she's like, "Hey, I'm looking forward to going." Yeah. But I, did, I made I made Guido pause the movie and I had to say everything out loud like just to make sure that I wasn't going crazy. Christian is a lying sack of shit. Yeah. He totally <laughs> okay. manipulated his entire Inti- yep. conversation. But did you notice some um, where um, Josh and behind him there's um, a bunch of pictures like Polaroids and they're organized like and it looks like the dress the flower dress in the end Mm-mm. never oh, noticed it before I didn't see that yeah behind him it, there's just a whole bunch of like Polaroids taped to the wall but the way they look and the colors and the way they're shaped it looks exactly like the dress and there's even like a little like headpiece kind this of. movie is chock full of symbolism so much there's reference. a lot all right, go ahead, uh, Guido. Keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. okay. So, uh, he, in this apartment is where Pele tells Danny about a special nine-day festival at his family's commune in Sweden, and uh, he he also tells her that he lost his parents when it's he was okay. young. It's okay. My parents died too. 
that makes me feel better. Then this is kind of neat. She like um, she she's overwhelmed at this point. I love the cut. And she opens the door to the bathroom. As soon as she closes it, boom! She's in the bathroom in the airplane. It's a great cut. How are airplane mm-hmm. bathrooms that big? That airplane was quite large. <laughs> I was about to say maybe it's because I've only ever flown Southwest. Well, Shout she had, out. She had big screens <laughs> to do. She's having like another. Panic attack. Most She's likely. barely keeping her She's, shit together. Well, I mean, She's still grieving, so and she yeah. hasn't done it correctly. Transatlantic so. flight. Yeah, that'll do it. So they land. And she in has no one but Christian. Sweden. Sweden. Yep. Sweden. So they land in Sweden, and then they take a four-hour drive, very far outside, screaming Which, distance. But also on their on their four-hour like their four-hour drive, I was just like, man, this is given like the way that the 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 camera was the going, upside down shot, the upside down, and the music and the. I was like, this is very, very, very. Which I feel like we're gonna get from the for the rest of the movie. This is very Kubrick esque. It reminds me so much of The Shining. Yeah, it's just because it, I don't know, man. Like that whole, it like the hair on my. My forearm stands up. You it's know, very it gives ominous. me the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. You know, very like. uns- The whole movie is unsettling. Yeah. Matt so, uh, Guido paused the movie in, in the middle to go to the bathroom, and I was he was I like, "What do you think pee. so far?" And I said, "This is going to be the the type of movie where it builds up and builds up and builds up, and the last 15, 20 minutes is when it lets all of its secrets out." Okay, so uh, they are now uh, entering Hollingsland. So they stop at a large field, and Pele meets Ingmar, they, his and they his other family there, friends. Which is weird. <laughs> they just leave. It was like right in the meh. middle of a field. And then and it's what just do you like do? This huge field with beautiful. Nothing. What do you do the in flowers. large fields in Sweden? You take mushrooms. You're goddamn right. From a total you do. stranger. Take you take any mushroom you can. Also, if Should you're a lady you and you don't, in America? or if you're uh, you know if you're anybody and you don't like the taste of mushrooms, you just have the mushroom tea. Hell yeah! There All about go. that. I, but first, chew the let's get weird. But f- let's get weird. But first, you act like you're a nice guy and say, I'll wait, but then make your girlfriend feel like a Oh, yeah, like there's a, a whole thing about for that. For waiting. Mm-hmm. What a And dickhead. then basically peer pressure her into dropping or whatever the kids call it, taking the mushrooms. Well, doing the boomies. Doing the boobies. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> We're going to do it all early. The same so she trips time. her fucking balls off, but oh, God. Will Poulter doesn't get his shrooms. No, I mean, seriously, Dicks. if you think about it, Danny's not in a great headspace to be doing hallucinogens uh, with anybody, okay? So I, um, I've um, i never done mushrooms, and I, I wrote, is this what shrooms are like? Because it was really scary. <laughs> yeah, well, it looked really everything scary. Everything was it's breathing. Not, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very accurate. That's so mm-hmm. scary. Any kind of vertical line, you'll, you'll see as it's breathing. Grass was growing yeah. Like, I didn't like it. Yes. But <laughs> usually, you're much happier. I don't know why anybody would want to... F- I don't enjoy feeling out of control of myself. I don't think I would ever like Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> so, uh, she sees grass growing on her hand, and she hears music. You know, she starts to have a little mini freak out, because... You know, uh, just before she had to bear down and fucking deal with it again and, like, bottle up her emotions. And that's not a good start for a good trip. So uh, she carries her negativity with her into the woods and... Well, first she goes to the bathroom. (sighs) Oh, well, yeah. that in the mirror? Yeah. So cool. So she goes in the mirror. She goes into the bathroom because it's uh, a building. And then she checks her face in the mirror. And then for a brief second, you see... Another face behind her. The dead sister. sister. Dead sister with the dead tube sister. in her mouth. Oh, that's that's what in her mouth. The tube. Okay, the tube. I thought you said pube, and I was okay. Not yet. Well, could be not a yet. Pube. Well, not yet. That's so, a okay. pretty big pube. <laughs> All right. She runs into the woods and has a good pass out through the trees. And okay. then I feel like when she wakes up, they make her feel bad again. Of course yeah. they do, because How long uh, have I been when here? you're a fucking asshole, you gaslight everyone around you. But it's it's not just, I mean, it's it's all the friends. She's like, all she says is, how long have I been have I been? They asleep? don't like her. I know. He says, we found you here six hours ago. First of all, jet lag. Second of all, it was 9.30 when the shrooms hit. Third of all, she freaked out and fell asleep. Stop being so mean to her. Like Your trip's just about sucking. six hours. They're so mean to her. Yeah, they're they're really eight. mean. Oh, she's they're six like, eight weird hours. Why didn't you handle your shrooms well, good, we've bro? We've been waiting on you for six hours, and we're all wearing our knapsacks. Yeah, Ooh. and and for all those idiots, no. <laughs> God, I 
I'm so glad <laughs> of what happens to all of them. She was the only one to have mushroom tea. Okay. And that, you know, you don't know if they're taking the same dose, but whatever. So um, from here, later. they get up and they follow the yellow flower road to gorgeous road. through the woods. Harga is it? The to uh, uh, Harga. Oh, it was an actual Harga. Thing. I didn't yeah. know. That. It yeah, was yeah. so. Harga is a real place, but the people are not. So just a. It was so beautiful. Did they build all of those buildings for this movie? Just the amount of effort it went into this movie with those structures i would say so those houses they were so unique that yellow triangle house Mm -hmm. and that's the forbidden house the all black one with all the weird stuff all over the wall that's where the scripture is yes i just i love but just the idea that they had built all those structures so at the entrance to this uh commune they we just see a bunch of paleolithic swedes playing peruvian flutes and shit it's so and it's so weird. There's so many people that play instruments, and they're all oh. running around in white yeah. dresses, and men wearing white dresses, I love it. and I think it's great, and children <laughs> wearing white outfits. There's no stains on anything. You loved it when it's it was just, Spectre. I <laughs> Spectre was nothing but people wearing white outfits and dancing around, playing music, well, and these all people that. Had straw shoes on, so it's completely different than Spectre. Oh. These outfits that they're wearing, these tunics, are actually more... <laughs> they, um, they said it, it dealt with the hermaphroditic qualities of the gods Ukrainian. that they were, That's what that they were playing homage to. They're more um, they're more of a <laughs> cultural Ukrainian real? garb. The dude, the dude, did look yeah, like he, that. He was wearing or like, um, Moldovan. Yeah, the yeah, dude yeah. was wearing a dress that was talking to him. He was oh, like, with a belt, yeah. He was like, yes, this is more of a... As you and he's trying to ask for the proper word, but he ends up saying hermaphroditic. Oh, I didn't hear yep. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's deal that with that the was... duality of the gods that we are worshiping. Yeah, innies and outies mm-hmm. coming together. Will Poulter makes a disgusting Waco reference because again, he's a he's a piece shithead. of shit. Where he, but he, like he's a piece of shit, but he's not like a piece of shit. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, he's a piece of they shit. They all are. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so um, a ceremony starts. Uh, they're all welcomed, and there's you see lots of kids around, and then see, there's a toast. Shorts. And we're going to toast right now, because there are lots of toasts in this movie, and we should... Skull! 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 And they drink, again, random stuff given to them by strangers. Mm, absolutely, because um, Liam best Neeson drugs are be free given you by strangers. Right they're, just, they're just walking around, they're talking, they're checking out the grounds, you know, they see a whole bunch of runes, they see kids carving runes, they see, they see the yellow house you're not allowed to go in. Love that yellow house. And then they split off. They um, see the they see the, the mural. One of the, yeah, the Aperitaurus, which are Connie and Simon. Simon, they check out this mural, and this is a very special mural. They were brought by the brother. Is this right. where they drink the... Ingmar. Ingmar. Ingmar brought them. And it starts from one end to the other. It illustrates... It no, no. illustrates... This is the uh, cutting of pubes. And... Uh, yeah, and it's... And they drank her... Menstruation. And there's menstruation. menstrual blood. Yeah, it's, And then they get pregnant. And yeah. Yeah. there's pubis... Trimmed, placed into a pie, baked, and fed to an unsuspecting, underline unsuspecting person. It's yes. a graphic genital. Well, mural. I mean, it, it was a man. It was clearly a man. It's okay? just for old cock and balls. People. It was a man. That's it's what Swedish all the manga. Are, with the end so. result being a pregnant woman. Right. Yes. Uh, but so it was all yeah. her idea, though. She was but the was one that was like. It was anatomically correct. Oh, it was beautiful. It was, it was artisanal. Well it was handcrafted. Very well done. Disgusting. Very tasteful. Her her bush just Those looked like just looked, just looked like Groucho Marx's eyebrows around her vulva. You have to think that there was somebody in charge of doing that too. Oh god. I think um I don't think that the curtains matched. So uh Oh and the redhead? Well we never yeah. saw hers. Yeah. We well, don't see hers. See everyone else's. Yeah, you could you know, they may not oh. match. But okay, um, go ahead. All right. So next we see our <laughs> core group. Okay. Uh they actually they head to a large big blue temple. And Mark gets some looks from the ladies while he's in there. The redhead. He said he was like, I want to bathe her. My, oh, my God. I want to give her a bath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew. the most random, weird, creepy comment. Have you noticed that he also... There's tuck, one in every group. ...tucks his jeans into his socks the entire movie. Because he's of so ticks. scared of ticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was kind of a funny scene, though. He's every like single it, time you see him, his jeans are tucked into his yeah. socks. Yeah. So, when he, when he's not, not only he's an asshole, he's also... 
very gullible. Fucking weirdo. He's a, a fucking pussy. He's a vaping asshole. Because anytime, he, anytime he's not talking, he's just like. I wrote, he's, me, a, he's a typical American tourist. All right, all right, all right. So the next day, you know, they uh, we see some weird commune yoga tai chi, and then they eat some food. And at the dining table, uh, the elders, two very old people, uh, uh, experiencing some advanced age, I'm pretty sure it's 72. Does anybody know the numbers around yes. this? All right, so what? I was going to say, oh, I'm sorry. So I was going to say that the day before when they go into yep, where everyone's right. sleeping and... Pele explains like, you know, from zero zero to 18, zero to 18, you know, they learn and then they go off and then they come back and they become families. And then he says, and and then to 72 and Florence Pugh says, what happens after 72? Well, we're going to find out. Mm. (laughs) So that's like another little, like the whole movie is basically given away if you pay attention enough. Well, he plainly (laughs) said, yeah, he made a a cutting mark. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's okay. So, Don't it's okay. worry. Don't worry about it. So okay. the Everybody elders from age eighteen to thirty six sleeps in that big huge barn. Yeah. Right. Together. Right. Like, and then you're a well, worker beds, from thirty seven to fifty four. You're a worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from fifty four to seventy two, you're an elder. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And then that's where it stops. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the elders have a very weird. It's weird to me, but probably not to them. But it's a ceremonial after-meal grace, and then um, they Was that toast. One elder, a member of ZZ Top, and he, he had a good beard. And while well, the elders get carried away at this point to a large white cliff, and everybody follows really high, and everyone's Dying looking over. up at this cliff. How high you think that cliff is? Really high. Okay, in feet. Not high enough to kill somebody. All right. I'm going to say probably you land good feet first. 100 feet. It's a 10-story building. I was going to say 10 stories. Okay. I was going to say 10 stories. All right. The, there's some more ceremony that takes place. All right. So the woman uh, and, the, and the man, they get their hands sliced, and they place their bloody hands upon the rune. And first, the woman approaches the end of the cliff, mm-hmm. and she does some Tai Chi, and she <laughs> takes a uh, nosedive. Right off the cliff. And I feel like Florence, I mean, Florence Pugh can sense it's going to happen. I'm sorry, Danny. And because she even like grabs Christian like a good couple seconds before she actually nosedives. Like she knows it's going to happen. Yeah. Not a great thing to see when your entire family's been killed. One of them committing suicide. And this is incredibly graphic. So it's jarring for Danny because she's still grieving. Yeah. And she's seeing death in real time. And the, you actually see a destroyed skull from an I impact. Wrote, In the face. It's it's pretty gruesome. Well, it's jarring for everyone else too because it's just jarring. <laughs> it it really changes the vibe of the movie at this point. It yeah, does. This, is the, this is the first holy god. Whoa! Yeah. I, I literally well, I I wrote in my notes and the other shoe dropped. Yeah, I mean for it, well, we had a heavy too. scene in the beginning with the murder suey, but this is this is like. Live action. The man uh, also does some weird Tai Chi, and he jumps off, pencil dives like an idiot. Idiot. Feet first. Not and, smart. And uh, first thing hits the ground uh, is his foot. So he breaks a leg, he's still alive, they and look, he moans. Rah, rah, rah. But just as if, just as if they're feeling this man's pain, who's they clearly not dead, the entire community starts to, like, uh, they... they they cat like they're they're just screaming and they're clearly experiencing strife and and discomfort. Yeah, and uh, someone silently uh, moves with a gigantic hammer, and <laughs> they're uh, and he's followed by two other people, and they go in there over to uh, the elder and they smash his face with a hammer. Very graphic. And then the person that comes second in line smashes his face with a hammer, and then the third guy takes a hammer and smashes that guy's face again just to make sure he's dead. And it's graphic. It's Do like, you think there was symbolism with the four people like spring, summer, fall, winter? Oh, I didn't really think about that, but no. I was like, why would four people why not? I'd believe do it. the same thing? Well, it's the same thing that they do when they verify if the Pope died. They go in with a hammer and they tap him on the head three times and then they call him by his actual birth name and if he doesn't answer, he's dead. So It's called the Pope Hammer. It's very shocking. No. Yes. yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Four people do the same thing. 
Well, no. They tap him in the head with a hammer. It's a it's a small hammer. It's not like that hammer in Midsummer. Why can't they just touch him? Where, that's where the Maxwell Silver. Pretty sure they get in trouble for that. That's where Maxwell's Silver Hammer comes Allison from. Allison just poked me in the head. I don't know what Maxwell Silver Hammer is. It's a Beatles song. Oh, okay. Guido, continue. Please. Okay. I will. It's very shocking for everyone. Uh, everyone being specifically tourists. Okay. And they're the people we care about right now. But it's okay. Um, so. Uh, you know, the Brits are ha- taking it the worst, and then they're confronted by not an elder, but a, I guess, a, a lady elder. Oh, yeah. And she's explaining to them that this is a great honor. This is what we want for them. We don't die old and sick. We complete the cycle, okay? We give our bodies as offering at 72. And you need to understand this is not tragic for us. Danny uh, walks off to have a good cry. Yes. And um, she freaks out, and she tries to leave, mm-hmm. and Pele convinces her to stay. And the Harga burn the two elder bodies, and Danny takes a sleeping pill later uh, from Josh, and she has a very awesome nightmare so involving scary. the two bodies she has just seen in, and her family, like, sprinkled Flashes. around. It was, it was pretty gruesome and graphic. Um, so she doesn't get a good night's sleep, and the next day they take the ashes, the the halga, they take the ashes, and they spread the ashes over the base of a dead tree. Not to be missed, Mark walks up to the tree later and takes a fucking piss on the ancestral tree and completely screws up the entire vibe. People are really mad at Mark right yeah. now. He sees what they're... The people are He literally, chose not to see. He, he's such an asshole. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Wasn't he asleep? No. Oh, he was asleep when they jumped off the cliff because when he comes back, he's yeah. like, of all the stuff, you can't wake me up. <laughs> but when he goes to take a piss, there's literally the people. They're, they're, it's like this close. My hands are really close together for our listeners. And they're shoveling the ashes onto the tree, and he's literally three feet away taking a piss. And I love that the Swedish guy's like, put your disgusting dick away. <laughs> fucking, In yeah. Swedish. <laughs> this guy, you know, he's a grad student. And he can't connect these dots. He's such an idiot. Whatever. Also, Simon has gone missing. Well, yeah, so, uh, yeah, right here. So, Simon, one of the tourists, he, he, air quotation, left without Connie. Well, because they can only fit two people in the truck. One one of the Harga tells tells Connie that. They can only fit two people in the truck. He's going to go to the train station, get on the train, then he will call for you. It's These okay. Swedish people we'll are We'll be right back. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I love how like a Swedish Tommy Wiseau. I love, I love how she says, well, I could just sit on his lap. And the guy's like, no, we obey traffic laws. We obey yeah. traffic laws. We obey traffic laws. <laughs> Suicide is no problem. It's not against the law here, but we obey traffic laws. We're incest. Yes. So, uh, incest is the best. Danny, you know, she's walking around looking for an outlet, anything, any distraction. So she starts cooking pies with the Harga ladies. Well, she goes up to her. Oh, you also forgot douchebag the- boyfriend as he's talking to the Harga. Yeah. Oh. And and she's like, "Have you, is Connie's really upset, or si- Simon left without her? Oh, I didn't hear that. So like, he d- gives. Two, he doesn't care about." Anybody but himself. Yeah, because like as forgot, much as I give a shit about the whole PhD guys doing PhD stuff, because, I don't give a fuck. Because well, yeah. you forgot about the the part before that. Not only did he expose himself as a dickhead boyfriend, he also exposed himself as friend. a shitty friend. Because yeah. because Josh, uh, cheaty from the good place, he he's all about this because this is his doctorate. Yeah. Like. His research, the civilization, his thesis, right. yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're me- anthropology majors. Yeah, me- <laughs> have fun me- making money off that. Meanwhile, they were meanwhile like they were sitting there just uh, riding Christian the whole time. Like, well, what are you going to do for your thesis? You need to come up with something. And then after you know, he's like, "Hey, Josh, you know, I was just saying, you know, like uh, I've been thinking ever since we got here. I'm literally just going to uh, do this. This is going to be my thesis." And he then- says, "I wanted to ask you something." No tell you something so privileged and then josh is like uh what the fuck is wrong he's like well if you want to collaborate that's okay but josh josh is right on the money though he's like you don't see what you're doing right now because i see what you're doing right now it's completely really bold of you and it's almost hilarious i'm lazy you're being lazy yeah Yeah. which you are yeah yeah Yeah. more than that you're being a really shitty friend and he's 
I forget who walks away from who, but yeah, there's a little subplot yeah, there. Christian runs away first because then he goes he goes to to Pele. Oh right, 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 right. Yes. And then Pele's like, oh well, because Christian talked to me first. No, I will talk to the elders for both of yeah. you, but you have you have to share. All right, because he said it first. So Danny's cooking pies. Hell yeah, they do look really good with the Hargo ladies. They're meat pies. And yes. Josh, you guys uh, are gonna have some good ones in England. Her Josh and those is, uh, meat pies. Oh yeah, Miss Flo and her meat pies. Oh, I wrote down um, God those help us. that has the meat of the elderly in it. They're gonna. Eat I the was pies. gonna ask. Yeah, that. it's, it's Does like it? Does it? It's probably like some fucking Sweeney Todd shit no? right there. Okay. That's what I I really because you know like you said there's creepy shit in this movie you're expecting it i was like i bet you they're gonna eat some people i thought it was i was totally wrong i don't think they're eating people i don't think any human meat or in anything no nah, they really unless you count menstrual blood and pubis no i i yeah. agree they didn't i don't think they ate people after yeah they're finishing the movie right. there was no there was the no time. foreplay in those murals so they did not towards, eat people. i thought maybe towards the end at the final dinner when they when everything was laid out on the table their big reflective table i thought maybe those were people but i was wrong Go ahead. so uh josh uh at this point is doing some phd stuff right. and he's talking to one of the elders in the black scripture house and we learn he learns that the scripture is actually written by inbred mutants that are deliberately made to be inbred mutants. Hey, his name is Joseph Merrick. He was the elephant man. He Show some like goddamn a respect. From the hills have eyes. He really does, like yeah. nuclear fallout mutant. But he says it's a pro- he, that the oracle. Does he say oracle? Right. Yeah. Seer. Yes, he says seer. It can only. The seer is a product o- of deliberate inbreeding. Yeah. Deliberate. Inbred mutants deliberately made to be. Inbred mutants. But again, because they can feel the source, which is Mother Earth. We also hear, again, can't do that all blocked up. Hints of what's going to happen. Like when he's talking about inbreeding and the incest, I think a little bit earlier, and he says, like, oh, well, cousins are sometime allowed, but sometimes we have to bring in people from the outside. It's very faint. If you're not listening, you might not hear it. It's a throwaway. Uh, That night at dinner, Christian is fed a pie. Mm. And he pulls a curly hair out. Disgusting. And, um, ah, that everybody sees time. this curly hair he pulls out of his pie. And then Mark gets led off by a girl that was giving him fuck me eyes. Also, um, Christian's drink is a different color than everyone else's. I didn't very, think about that. I thought that everyone's be- else is, is like yellow lemonade and his is almost like It's a, full of electrolytes, it's yeah. It's like a peach color. His is, great, his is grapefruit. I think it's menstrual blood. That's... Uh, uh. I thought maybe they drugged him, but he doesn't seem to be drugged. So I just think it's her menstrual blood. So do you think he squat? She squatted over it, or did they put it and then she poured it? She probably wears a diva cup. They poured it out of the diva cup. She's so progressive. So progressive in Sweden. What the fuck is a diva cup? Don't ask. It's a cup you put. Don't want to. It's a cup you put inside of your vagina to cut blood. It's okay. It's a cup cup up or cup down. Cup Cup up. up. What the? F- it's made of like rubber instead of using female instead of using a tampon products. Yeah. So there's something to pour out. Yeah. Correct. It's okay. Something. It's needs better to pour- for the environment. Yo, I can't with this. And you can wear it for longer. You don't have to worry about um. God really fucked y'all up. Sepsis. Toxic shock syndrome. T- yes, toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> Should have left the goddamn apple alone. All right. Yeah. Yep. Everything's our fault. Yeah. It's okay though. The, f- <laughs> the very basis of sin across the table. Maybe if the government um, made feminine products free, yeah. also that it would be a different story. Well, yeah. they're free in Sweden, but they're still using these cups in their. There's no, there's no monetary there's incentive no to produce in a product. Ne- never mind. Never mind. That night, Josh, uh, after they fall asleep, Josh sneaks off to get some scripture pictures. And uh, is actually caught. So he is um, he's looking at these pictures, and then he's distracted by a guy standing in the doorway. Hi, Mark. And oh, then he gets Mark. smacked in the head <laughs> yes. with a fucking hammer. And then standing oh, over, standing over Josh's body, is a man wearing Mark's face as a mask. The guy was also hanging dong. Just saying, he was naked. I didn't notice that. Oh, Repro- you didn't notice that? <laughs> I didn't. I, I noticed. Someone wearing Mark. That is what I noticed. When he looks at him far away, he says, Jesus, Mark, what are you doing in here? He's, he's not. He's naked. He's not wearing any clothes. Just Mark's face as a mask. Holy shit. Yeah. 
And I, I didn't How's think. How's your sex life, Mark? I didn't think Josh would go out like oh, that. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't the first to go, though. Oh, and he's making these horrible noises because they hit him on the head and yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Connie has also disappeared by this point. I want you to, you know, just saying. The next morning, Danny and Christian are asked where Mark and Josh went and, and their where they took stolen. the Bible. And again, Christian's just like, we had nothing to do what with that. What is we- Swedish for asshole? Sjögren Ferguson Ferg. We're we, We're shocked and, and we're not so we don't even call him a friend. And you see Danny look at him. All right. Gotta so Allie breathe. hates okay. Christian. I, we all do. Yeah, he I is a real motherfucker. Never, I don't think I've ever hated a character more than I and this is my third and I don't I was like the first two times I watched this movie, it's I don't think I, was, I had such a hatred towards him. Now it's just it's like a visceral hatred towards this man. Another possible. And I think it's mostly because I love Florence Pugh so much that I'm just like, why would you treat her this way? Why would you treat Flo this way? Another right. possible episode name. We all hate Christian. Yes. Real talk. I like that. Oh my God. It's going to be called period blood and pube pie. Pubis. Oh, pube say pie. it right. God. Period Pain. blood, pube pie. Pube pie for my eye. The apple. Listen to so me. So then they get Danny all dressed, gussied up like they get the lady her, of the town. They get well, her ready for the make. So the maple. Well, hold on, yeah. Danny takes some mushroom tea and uh, stands with the Haruga ladies for a dance contest. So pretty. And the rules are: last one standing wins. She who's the last will be crowned for her stamina. Mm. I would not last. That's so dizzying. S- simultaneously, especially uh, while tripping, Christian. Yeah is actually having a meeting with an older Harga lady about Maya. In that awesome house. That's the girl that's been giving him the fuck me eyes. She's like, and the pube pie. And the pube pie. And the period. And that's when he realizes he has eaten her pubic hair. He says it. Pubic hair. Pubic hair. He says, I think I ate her pubic hair. And the woman goes, that sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) So we're like, I hope you flossed. I did. With your Maya's pubic hair. <laughs> Danny dances some more, and Christian gets a special drink, and then we see Danny win as the May Queen. Yay! Yay! She looks so happy. Oh, she She's definitely looks really good time. time. And she learns Swedish. Oh my god, oh, like, I wish a foreign language was that easy to learn. But also... Just be drunk. I think they're like flergens and flergens. Yeah, just, like just get hammered. Flergens are flerg. To further flergenugan with his assholeness and being an abusive partner, he at this point I think despises her because she is getting so much attention and having so much fun mm-hmm. and having fun without him. That he's like you can just see him like stare. Like when they offer him the drink, he's like, "Ugh, I don't want to have a bad trip." Oh, you didn't care before. Or he doesn't have any friends now. You don't have anyone. And she's having a great time, and she's been accepted into this culture. Meanwhile, you have to eat pubes. I think you're giving him a lot of credit. I took it as he's a fucking idiot. Oh, see, I think he like just openly hates her now. Because he's a lazy simpleton well, and yeah. doesn't know what to do at this point. Yeah, because now he doesn't have anyone to copy off of because, unfortunately, I mean? he has no Josh, one to lean on. Josh? He's alone. Yeah, he's alone. He's surrounded he's by people, but he's alone. So um, and she's still looking at him. She she needs she wants him to feel included. I know. That oh. she she gazes over she's a good at him yeah. and notices Even, she's that he's at the, there. She's at the head of the table yeah. with the, yep. they carry her to the dining table. Crown. Tammy's wearing a flower crown and right now, by the way. They so, are all so still tripping balls Just here. The part. Guido's all- wearing a bear costume. <laughs> We're I, gonna get to that soon. Oh I am a fuzzy a bear. Daddy bear. I am daddy. a big bear. So uh, they're all strip, uh, still tripping balls, and you can tell because, again, anything that has a hard line on it on screen is breathing. Oh, the flowers are breathing, opening and breathing. closing. Yeah, yeah, it's I, awesome. I feel, I feel terrible because the the uh, the one girl that was like the the runner up. I friend. Thought, I thought her. I thought you kept seeing like her forehead was like breathing. <laughs> it was a butthole. But no, she was just basically she was like the lost Manning brother because she had a huge forehead. <laughs> they, uh, you know, Dan- she sits and then everyone sits. And Christian is tempted uh, by Maya's looks, uh, but he doesn't go. And at the end of the the meal, Danny gets a special flower coach pulled by more Harga ladies. And Christian, they literally pull. Yeah, 
the carriage. No horses necessary. Kind of nice. As horses. But yeah. Did, did no fire. horses, of did horses. Did you see the face? The face in the tree? Yes. There was a I face in the tree? You don't see it? You didn't see it? Okay, so it's after So it's after she wins. Okay, it's before they have the food, the meal. So the, you know how they put her up on that sun-shaped oh, yeah. thing and they kind of the carry platform. her? Yeah. Yeah. So when she's walking across standing, the field? Yes. Okay. Right behind, right behind her in the trees, the forest behind her, you can see her sister's face with the tube coming out of her mouth oh, in the trees. All right. It is horrifying when you see it. It took me. I didn't see it the first time, and then Kyle told me, my my younger brother, and then now I can't. Not you see, see it. this movie is there's full so many All layers. Full of it. I love it. Movie. She's led off uh, to do some more uh, ceremony. Blessing uh, of the livestock right. and the crops. And uh, at this time, Christian follows a brand new flower path that's been peddled before him. Oh, well, Redhead stood, Redhead stood up and walked across the field. I fucking am the whole time. Yeah, like, I fucking am. And like, yeah. Maya wants it. So uh, he goes to the house where it leads and he hits the ceremony vape, and so he can come down a little bit because he is high as. So he huffs uh, the good ceremony vape, and he's led into what I could only describe as a fuck den, full of naked ladies Chanting. of all ages, uh, with Maya in the middle. Just yeah, she does look legs inviting. I'm spread. She wants the D. And, it, you know, they just bang while the other women sing. It's like a literal big fucking instrument. At one point, isn't there one woman literally pushing his butt in Oh, yeah. Her? We get there. Yeah. We get there. He gets the help. La- okay. The yeah. range of the ladies in the background are like from the hot chick in the bathtub from The Shining to the very old lady in the bathtub in The oh, Shining. Oh, yeah. We got A-team all the way through G-team. Okay. There's at least... 10, 15 women that are semi-circled around them. There was a lunch lady in there, too. One of the great things about this movie is that um, people aren't judged for their looks. It's very inclusive. I just went by a spectrum. Uh It was very... I wasn't judging. Unlike that Invisible Man movie. You called her the old dead woman from The Shining. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? You weren't judging. It wasn't a judgment. I just said it was a good spectrum. the hot woman from The Shining... And then the old dead woman whose skin is falling off. In the I shining. didn't see you. You're <laughs> yeah, but That's what you meant. That's you're what you elaborating. Meant. What's the name of that girl from The Invisible Man? Elizabeth Mo- SpongeBob Body? Scientologist. SpongeBob Body. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Tell me it wasn't like weird. Like the women were making sex noises. Like, oh, yeah. So as, you, do you think you'd be able to. And they're grabbing their breasts. Do you think you'd be able to perform with like. Some lady holding you, and then like she's like basically doing Neil Diamond hand touching hands, reaching out, touching you, touching me, while you're trying to fuck this chick on the floor. Well, maybe that was she's the thing that he you maybe a song. The, maybe the thing that he that he inhaled like yeah. helped with the yeah. The, they gave him some fucking drugs, literally. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah, I think for his vitality, which for also his... means pee pee in some cultures. And yeah. then as soon as he finishes, she. Brings those knees up to her chest. I can feel oh. it. What did she say? Oh, I can feel the baby. It was like the big it's Lebowski. So, it's exactly. Okay. Yes. I it can helps conception. The baby. And then naked Gross. Christian just runs. Hold, hold out on. So, so hold, hold on. So hold on. So Danny hears the bang sesh and she takes a peek. Oh, that's right. And then she uh, runs away, hurls, and is escorted away. We get a um, scream sesh. And we get, yeah, the ladies feel her pain and they have a scream prayer. <gasps> I love um, how this is what finally kicks what? it in her head that this guy yeah. is the biggest this, asshole This in the is world. where it clicks for her and he is no longer who uh, she thought he was, right? That's where, uh, at this point, is where Christian gets some helping hands from one of the ladies who presses her hands on his buttocks and pushes Gotta so he can get some, Well, it's all about momentum and she's keeping up the, you know, the pushing. No, Gotta the, make sure the redhead that, was like winking to her, huh? the older lady, and yep. she's like, "God, this is taking, taking forever. forever." So she's like, "Help a brother out." Yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> then he finishes. Uh, he makes you know not a sound. Okay, it was a silent finish. And I then, don't think you could hear him finish over all of the moaning. Lots of noise. Good point. Lots of Good noise. Good point. Not even a face made, other than I would like to leave. And well, yeah. So he runs out of the out of the building, and he's got like a three quarter chub going on. Stark naked. Okay, like it's it's, it's fresh red. out. Okay, it's on the way back in, if you know what I mean. So he's running around, cock a dangling, 
and he runs past a uh, a house that has a segue because he's going into a chicken coop. Well, Ah! you see what I mean? You see what I mean? See what I mean? (laughs) See what I did there? You did. All right, but but he does see a garden on the way that has one of Josh's legs sticking out of it. Now, when he gets to the cock house, I mean the hen chicken coop. Coop. Chicken coop. Right. So he sees. Simon's naked body suspended from the ceiling with his lungs pulled out of his back. So and weird. he appears to still be breathing, which is weird because he has no diaphragm or like a meat to expand and his contract dick. his lungs. I thought it was so, just a hallucination. It looks like wings. Oh, yeah, it's what it's supposed to look like. And he like. has daisies on his but eyes. Babe, come on. Those lungs would not work by themselves, right? Don't you need meat around the lungs to work the lungs? I think Allie's right. I think he was it's just hallucinating. hallucinating. Yeah, it's just, it was just... I don't think he was everything alive. Everything was breathing. All right, that's cool. Fine. But those lungs look like they were inflating with air. Yeah, but they fine. did. They did. They, they didn't look like everything else that looks like was melting, you know? Okay. You know, he's looking at this horrible uh, illustration, you know, this guy just hanging, and then he gets smacked on the back of the head because he's caught. That's a good thing because he's a dickhead. Yeah. And he, Christian wakes up. And a woman tells him that he can no longer speak or move. He is good. He is taped to a wooden wheelchair. Good. And now the elder, the elders move on with the final ceremony. The main speaker explains that there needs to be nine offerings in total. They have four from the outside: Connie, Josh, Simon, and Mark. And they have four from the inside. Two of the Cliff Lord elders and uh, two living volunteers that is, walk up. Is one Paley's brother? Yes. Ingmar. Yes. Ingmar. Yeah. And the Ingmar other one's one. the guy who told, what's his name, to put his disgusting dick away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the elder speaker calls a bingo number for a chosen offering amongst the Harga. And the speaker says that now Danny has to choose the ninth offering between the bingo guy and Christian, who's still frozen in place in his wooden wheelchair. And Danny is wearing her fabulous May Queen flower She's gown. looking good, but she's looking pissed, and she's looking PTSD'd and stressed and... Well, it's bad enough when your parents and your sister and they die, but God, when your stupid asshole boyfriend cheats on you, that's the final straw. And here we have the final scene. Oh. The bodies, or the offerings, are wheeled into the yellow hut on shitty wheelbarrows. And Christian, <laughs> simultaneously, is still alive, is being prepped as an offering. <laughs> and they stuff him into a dead bear. So but he's in the bear costume. And they the, put um, each each person remaining in the corner. Yeah, Christian they're arranged. Christian in the center. Mm-hmm. The beast. And, they, and the people that, the four outsiders were stuffed with grass and hay. Yeah, they kind of look like and arranged creepy scarecrows. Yeah, they're little mannequins. Yeah, they had like apples in their mouths and sticks coming out of their heads and their eyes. And then they set the building on fire. Yeah. And we see an unchanging, unmoving face of Christian stuffed into a dead bear. He's unblinking. It's just yeah, frozen probably, terror. He probably can't feel anything, I feel like. He gets off easy where those other two are like, oh Well, they gave God. them drugs that they won't feel anything. But yeah, but then the one no. still ended up feeling One something. guy felt something, oh. and then the entire community oh, felt, it felt the pain. That's, That's why right. when it was burning down, and while that guy inside was screaming... One of the um, volunteers was screaming. The whole community was screaming. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then as as the final wall of this yellow hut on fire falls, we see Danny look at it and Danny smiles. And you can tell that is her first true smile. She hasn't had a smile the entire movie until now. She has a, well, she has a family now. Yeah, she lost her family. This was a grin. A this was ear to ear grin. She's got a new family. It's they okay. Really wanted her. I you think have they a family also now. really wanted her because she's from the outside and now she can bang some of the men and produce children. Haley, hello. Uh, yeah, when he smooches her, he smooches her. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Said, I'm going to get a piece he of that. He was really <laughs> happy that she was the May Queen. Yeah, because now he gets to fuck her. I, think. I thought. Yeah, so uh, I want worthy of note. Yes. Um, the director, he chose Harga because of its association with the real Swedish legend known as Hargalaten, which is when the devil arrives in Harga, disguised as a fiddler, and tricks the young locals into dancing themselves to death. 
All right. Um, so let's go around the room and pass or fail Midsummer, and then we're going to go around the room again, and we're going to rank our four movies. So let's start with pass or fail um, Midsummer. Um, Matt, do you want to go first? Pass. I, I mean, I love this movie. Okay. It, it was really good. Uh, honestly, no, I, uh, I wrote it down because like when Christian died, I was like, girl, bye. Girl, bye. Get out of here. Goodbye. For me, I know I said this earlier, but I wrote it down so I can remember to say it again. This is one of the few times where I've, I, I watched a horror movie or like a scary movie. And I felt good at the end. I was like, hey. It is kind of happy. That a happy ending. That a happy ending for the person that I cared about the most. And that was Flo. Team Flo. Uh, Tammy. I pass it. Well, okay. yeah, you're wearing a flower thing. I, I was not so. scared, though. They thought you were going to freak out at the cliff dive. Yeah. Oh, the cl- no. There, there I, was I was the group fuck sesh. I oh. wanted her to go, oh, ew. But that's not I that didn't weird. even get it. Oh, I thought she, I thought she like, was going to go, oh, ew, at the, at the pube mural. That was what shocking. the fuck? I forgot what? about that. What the fuck? Me at all? Yeah. Like, I, feel like, I, I feel like I've never been understood. Um, it's a pass for me. I love this movie. I think it's right. disturbing on many levels. The opening scene is terrifying, and I love Florence Pugh. And it's beautifully shot. And it's gorgeous. And artistic. I win one the nothing. Yay! I win the money. All right, so now we're going to go around, and we're going to rank the four what are they? movies. We have The Invisible Man from right. 2020. We have... The Omen from 1976. We have The Amityville Horror from 1979. And we have Midsummer from 2019. I will go first. Okay. Guido rank. And we're, again, we're not doing scariest to least scary. We're just doing favorite to least favorite. Oh, well, then it's clear what number one is. Okay. I love The Omen. Okay. I love that Red movie. Toast. Yeah, for that fucking reason there. And and a severed head tumbling on a plate of glass. I love that movie, and I look forward to watching it again. Okay. Okay, number one for me. And then number two is my movie. Okay. Because, look, I grew up, I watched a lot of horror movies, and slasher movies have their own, like, category. I like them for what they are, but I like this creepy eerie shit and the way that you can make me feel that way with having tons of flowers and around and sunlight i yes. think i think that goes really far that that speaks to how good the movie is so that's my number two okay and number three is the invisible man okay and because some parts of that movie are just so expertly shot specifically when the camera is looking up the attic stairs i love that bit it's great it's so I, that was a good movie Good movie, and then, uh, and then there was Amity shit horror, and I hated every second of that, and I felt like I was being drugged through glass. All right, um, Matt, would you like to go next? Number four. I mean, if it was just two hours of Margot Kidder's pigtails and her boobs, it would be number one. <laughs> boobs. But it's not. Amityville Horror is number four. Okay. Number three, I will go with The Invisible Man. Number two, yeah, I'm going with Midsummer. I loved okay. it. Team Flow. But, of course, number one has to be my movie. Okay. My movie is number one because I love Gregory Peck and I love the That is one. not why it's number one. No, it's also... It's number one because you chose it. So you're no. going to pick your well, own movie No, I'm not. one. Yes. You, you know what they call his fans. Can we keep Peckers. track of Peckers. this? Yeah, we I'm keeping keep track. track. I'm keeping track of all of the movies that... Mr. Matt picks as number one. Okay. Tammy, uh, do you want to rank uh, the four movies? How about I go two, three, four, one? How about we don't do that? <laughs> Please. Bitch. Please. Please. Gab, be different. Let your heart out. Uh, my number one was Midsummer. My number two was a tough pick that I've been sitting here thinking about. Um, my number two is The Omen. My number three is Invisible Man. My number four is Amityville Horror. Okay. Wow, (laughs) self-destruct. I am also going to pick Midsummer for number one. I love Midsummer. I think it's just so good. I will put The Omen at number (laughs) two. Even though I love My Invisible Man, I do love Gregory Peck, and The Omen is just such a classic. Number three is my pick, The Invisible Man. 
which I think is a great movie. I just think well, it's, no, it's just not no. agreed. It's just it's also just not as scary, and it doesn't. You know, it's not. I guess it's not as impactful. It had two tough movies to run against. It did, and one really easy one. <laughs> and number four, sorry, Tammy, is uh, Annieville Heart. It's just not scary, and it's so slow, and it's just too yeah, long. Yeah, it was so slow. And well, it's just not. It had a good dog in it. They just didn't do what. Oh, uh, Harry to do the with hero it. dog is amazing. Put thought into it. If the whole movie was just a dog, I would have voted for that as number one. All right. Well, I think technically Matt's pick of the Omen won horror movie month. No, you know what we should do since it's a tie, we should take it's it. It's not a tie. Well, no, it's two to two on yes. number one. It's two to two. I know, but it's two to two. The Omen was second. For both of us, I was going to so, I was no, going to say we should way. we should settle it with the listeners. We should do like a poll. All right, well we'll figure it out. But um, I'm done with that. Yeah, that was great. Good job, bully, you guys. Bully, bully. Ah, right. So uh, we're going to keep this going and do another episode. So uh, <laughs> who's guess. next? Allie's next. Quid pro quo. Okay, so we're not going to do a theme month for November, but I am picking. A Thanksgiving movie. Oh, boy. Okay. So, um, my movie came out in 1995. It was directed by Jodie Foster. It stars Holly Hunter and Robert Downey Jr. Stop making Holly Hunter noises like that. I'm just getting ready. <laughs> are, you, are you Hannibal Lecter? No, I'm he just... He likes to make the Holly Hunter... I'm just like, getting... She talks... She whistles when she talks. You it's like when Kyle and I, Kyle and I make fun of Kira Knightley. We talk like this because she talks through her cheese. Yeah. She doesn't know how to open her mouth. I'm right. just trying to get ready for this. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, 1995, directed by Jodie Foster, Holly Hunter, and a <clears throat> heroin-filled Robert Downey Jr. We're going to be talking about Home for the Holidays. If you have a Paramount Plus subscription or a subscription to Showtime... You can watch it for free. Otherwise, you have to purchase it or rent it. But it's pretty much available wherever. Try to watch that before our next taping. And we want to thank our listeners. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are available wherever you podcast, Spotify, iHeartMusic, Apple, wherever. So give us a like, comment, follow. We appreciate any feedback. And if you have an idea for a theme month, you can go to our website and suggest it. Or you can send us an email at quadproquopod at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye. It's okay. See you next week. (laughs) Goodbye.